this interview, I'm going to do something a little different. I am going to interview myself. Maria is the creative behind Handful of Thoughts, a blog where she shares about the intersection between money, mindset, and mom life. She is a mom to two little ones, a full-time teacher, as well as somebody who was mortgage-free at one point. Her and her husband, after buying their first home, became mortgage-free after just under five years, they paid off their $342,000 mortgage. They then went on to acquire real estate and now own nine rental properties. And due to a few different things, they now have a mortgage again in their new home and are working to accelerate paying off that one as well. So as somebody who has 10 mortgages currently, she does have some experience in the mortgage department and I'm super happy to be answering some of your questions today as myself. So it's kind of this weird kind of split person but I'm going to answer some of the questions that I often get when it comes to paying off your mortgage fast. With interest rates being so low, although they are increasing, why would anyone ever want to be mortgage-free faster? That's a great question and one that oftentimes I hear, interest rates are so low, never pay off your mortgage, you do better in the market, all of those things. And while you might do better investing in the market as far as numbers go long-term, there are still some reasons why some people will choose to pay off their mortgage early. So one of those is cash flow. When you have lower expenses every month, so imagine if you didn't have a mortgage payment or didn't have a rent payment essentially, then you have more cash flow. You have more money every month. This could mean more opportunities. So maybe you can go to part-time work. Maybe you can work less. Maybe if you're a family, one of you can choose to stay home with the kids. There's a lot of options that, that increase cash flow gives you. There's also some emotions tied up with that. So there's that feeling of being debt-free. That's a psychological feeling that um, you can't get or it's different than when you invest in the market and have a big portfolio in the market. There's also feelings of security and safety, knowing that your home can never be taken away by somebody else because you own that home free and clear. That was a big driver for us. I never wanted to lose our home should something catastrophic happen to one of us. And there's also um, an argument for if you were close to retirement, so it's like a five-year rule usually. So within five years, you should think about, uh, within five years of retirement, you should think about being mortgage-free because again, that decreases the amount of money you need in retirement and you're uh, portfolio or your nest egg can last longer. So if you're somebody looking for financial independence, that retirement date might be a lot earlier um, than the traditional retirement age. So thinking about that five-year kind of rule of thumb also plays into that. So those are some reasons why someone would choose to be mortgage-free faster or want to get, you know, accelerate paying off their mortgage, even though we're in a lower interest rate environment, but those rates are increasing. So that's something to be aware of as well. And with the changes, um, the current changes, interest rate environment, the rapid changes, I wanted to take a minute and just talk about different types of mortgages. So you can kind of see how they play out and what those interest rate changes actually mean for you. So there are three types of mortgages here in Canada. There's a fixed rate, a variable rate, and an adjustable rate. So the fixed rate mortgage is you have an interest rate that is set for the term, usually anywhere between, you know, zero and five year terms. And that interest rate does not change throughout the term of that mortgage. It doesn't matter what interest rates do, it does not change. So your payment stays the same, interest rate stays the same, your amortization stays the same. Sounds like a pretty good deal. But one of the drawbacks of a fixed rate mortgage is there are big penalties for breaking this mortgage. Now, if you know you're going to live in that property for, let's say you got a five-year term for five years, then that's not really an issue, but lots can change in five years. And if you ever have to sell that property or some for other some other reason, break that mortgage, there are massive, massive penalties for breaking a fixed term mortgage. The other one is a variable rate. So with a variable rate mortgage, the rate changes. So your interest rate changes based on the prime rate. So banks will change the rates. If it's going up, then your interest rate is going to go up. Now, when you set your variable rate mortgage, your payment stays the same. So let's 
let's say you're paying $1,000 a month. If that interest rate changes, the payment does not change. What changes is the amount of your payment that is going to the principal and the amount that's going to interest. So as rates go up, more of your payment is going towards interest. And as rates go down, more will go towards the principal. So this affects the amortization or how long it will take you to pay off your mortgage throughout the whole life of the mortgage. As rates go up, interest goes up. Therefore, you're mortgage will take longer to pay off if you make no changes to your payments. The benefit of a variable rate mortgage is there are low penalties for breaking it. So if you want to break a penalty, uh, if you have to sell your house or you have to break that mortgage for whatever reason, the penalties are usually three months of interest, a lot lower than a fixed rate mortgage. So there are some advantage to having a variable rate mortgage, depending on what your long-term goals are. Then the last one is an adjustable rate mortgage. Now these do exist, but they're not as common. So with an adjustable rate mortgage, the rate will change just like a variable rate, but your payments will also change. So let's say again that that payment is $1,000 a month. If the rates go up, you might not be paying $1,050 a month or whatever that changes. If rates go down, you might not pay $9.50 a month. So the benefit of this is that the amortization or the, the length of the time it takes you to pay off your mortgage in total stays the same throughout. So the payments will fluctuate, but the pay down of the mortgage stays the same. The same. There are lower penalties for breaking these. They're treated similar to a variable rate mortgage. And again, that's an adjustable rate mortgage. They do exist, but they're not as common. So those are the three types of mortgage we have in Canada. So it's important to know because oftentimes people think, oh my God, interest rates are going up. My payments are going to change. Not really. Now it's also important to note that with a variable rate mortgage, because your payment stays the same, there will be a point in which if let's say mortgage rates increased um, or interest rates increased astronomically, there is a point that your payments will no longer cover any of the, or enough of the interest. That's usually written in your mortgage paperwork. Um, so let's say you sign on at a 3% mortgage. If they say all of a sudden if it goes up to 7%, then now all of a sudden your payments will increase because it's no longer covering the interest rate. And that's what they want to make sure they get their money for. So that's important to know. As someone who has paid off your mortgage fast, what are some tips? What are some things you've learned? Or what are some tips you can share for being mortgage-free faster? As you know, we paid off our $142,000 mortgage in less than five years. And we used, we learned a lot of things along the way. And there are times when it makes sense to pay off a mortgage and there are times when it doesn't make sense to pay off a mortgage. As someone who now has 10 mortgages currently, I think I know a little bit of mortgages, not a lot, but a little bit. And some of those mortgages we are accelerating our home property, for example, we want to get rid of, but our, um, our investment properties, we're not as fast to pay them off, but we still want to get them paid off for, for various reasons. So when it comes to paying off your mortgage fast, there are a few different levers you can pull. One, you can change your payments. So if you increase the frequency of your payments, depending on how you do that. So if you go from a monthly to a biweekly, for example, there's not a huge gain there. But if you go to a biweekly accelerated, which is your biweekly payment plus 20%, that will pay off the mortgage faster. You can also change the amount of your payments. So if all of a sudden your payments was 950, you can round that up to $1,000. That extra bit you put is going to just directly to the principal each month or each payment, I should say, depending on your payment schedule. So that's going to really knock down that principal and pay it off faster. You could take advantage of prepayment privileges. So this is putting a lump sum payment down on your mortgage. Now, sometimes everybody usually has a prepayment privilege, whether it be 5%, 10%, up to 20% I've seen. And sometimes that's based on the year. So sometimes that year is based on the anniversary of the mortgage. So if your mortgage is August 1st, it's August 1st to July 30th every year. And sometimes banks do it by calendar year. I've seen both and we've actually experienced both. So find out from your lender what that is. So you would never go over those prepayment privileges because once you go over, then there's penalties. Another Another thing you can do is also negotiating or renewing at a lower rate. Now this makes sense in a lower interest or an interest environment where the interests are decreasing. So right now our interest rates are going up. This will be a lot harder to do, but you know, a few years ago when they started dropping, this made a lot of sense and you could do this. So you want to try to, if you have a variable rate mortgage, for example, sometimes it makes sense to lock in a fixed rate. 
Sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes it does. Also, when your mortgage comes up for renewal, shop around and see if you can find a better rate. Call the bank, see if you can negotiate a better rate. The best rate you can get, obviously, was going to help. Now, realize that the rate of the mortgage is not, the interest rate of the mortgage is not the only benefit of a mortgage. If you are looking to, you know, I got the mortgage, I want to pay it off as fast as humanly possible, then sometimes those prepayment privileges, it can be a really good perk of the mortgage. So with our first one, when we paid off that mortgage, we did 20% prepayment privilege. That was huge for us because it helped us be able to pay off that mortgage really fast. If we don't have that, then it changes obviously. And now we can't pay it off potentially as fast. So what we did, how we paid it ourselves. So those are the levers you can pull changing your payments, taking advantage of prepayment privileges and getting a lower rate. So what we did is our rate never changed because we were in a fixed product um, and we paid it off in the first five year term, but we took advantage of our lump sum payments. Uh, so prepayment privileges. And we did what we call an RRSP strategy. The RRSP strategy, what it was, what it is. So our mortgage at the time was in August and RRSP deadline is at the end of February. So six months apart, which is perfect. We did not plan that. It's just how it worked out. So every month we would save anything extra that we could and we would put it into a savings account. And then when it came up time, that mortgage had an anniversary date of August 1st, like I said, and that was the prepayment penalty or prepayment calendar as well. So every year, just before that, we would take whatever we had for savings and we would put it on the mortgage. Then we would continue to save. And the following six months, we would take whatever we had and put that into RRSPs. Now at the time, this made sense because we were higher income earners and that gave us a huge tax tax break and a huge tax refund. We would then take that tax refund and put it on the mortgage. So this was how we could work in tandem with investing and paying off our mortgage. Now, I could appreciate that this method isn't going to work for everybody, but if you are a higher income earner and you're in a higher tax bracket, this could potentially work for you if you take that, that tax return and put it on the mortgage. Even if you aren't taking that, if you don't want to pay it off super, super fast, even just taking that tax refund and putting it on your mortgage, even if that's the only step you do, is going to make a big difference. So that's what we did. We took advantage of all of these little things. You know, we had a bi-weekly accelerated payment. We didn't increase our payments, but what we did, like I said, we is we stockpiled that money and twice a year, or once a year we put on the mortgage and once a year we put into our RSPs. And that was how we worked to still increase our investments. So all of our money wasn't tied up in our property and that can work. So now you can still do that strategy and it may accelerate your payment and take off five years of your mortgage. You may not pay it off as fast as we did, but any little bit, again, will save you time and will save you interest payments over the long term. Okay. So I want to pay off my mortgage fast. I'm on the bad way and sure, but how can I do that without feeling deprived? Yeah. So that's a really good question. So one question is often like, I don't want to feel deprived. And when we tell people we paid off our mortgage really fast, they're like, oh, you ate rice and beans. You didn't do anything. Could not be farther from the truth. So here are some things you can do. You can track your expenses. And I know people, a lot of people talk about this, but when you track your expenses, you can find money. So all of a sudden, if it's like, wow, I was paying for that, whatever subscription I no longer want. When you cancel that, maybe it's $10 a month. Take that $10 a month and redeploy it to your mortgage. Maybe there is some cutting that you could do with something else. You know, maybe you can negotiate your utility bills, your phone bills lower. And anything that you save, let's say you found $100 a month. Well, now that $100 a month can go towards your mortgage and your bills are staying the same throughout. You haven't really changed anything there. You can also allocate any bonus money you have to the mortgage. So this is, let's say if you have a cashback credit card and once a year you get that cashback, maybe that cashback goes on the mortgage. It might not be a huge thousands, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, but even a couple hundred dollars is going to make a difference over the term of the mortgage. You can use cashback apps. So, you know, using things like Checkout 51 or Field Agent, any of those apps where you kind of get a bit of money back, maybe you cash in that check and put that money towards your mortgage. Maybe if you have any bonuses or overtime at your work, you're going to tell yourself any overtime I get, I'm putting on the mortgage or my annual bonus, I'm putting on the mortgage. Your tax refund, which we kind of mentioned earlier, maybe that is going towards the mortgage if you do get a tax refund. Maybe you want to sell any unwanted items in your house, you know, maybe develop a side hustle. Any of those little kind of extra bonus money that's on top of what you're already doing can go towards the mortgage. Now, don't 
kind of kill yourself trying to do, you know, 17 side hustles and all the things just to pay off your mortgage, because that is not going to be very fun for you either. So you have to kind of strike a balance, but looking for any of that bonus money, that found money, anything you can do with that can definitely help accelerate that mortgage pay down without helping you feel deprived. So I like what you said as far as changing my mortgage payments, but how exactly do I do that? Okay, so let's say now you've decided you want to pay off your mortgage fast and you've said, I want to change my payments. How do I do that? Well, all you have to do, it's really simple. You just contact your lender. So wherever your mortgage is through, whether it's a bank or any other financial institution, contact your lender or your broker and say, I want to change my payments. This could be, I want to increase the frequency. I want to round up my payment. Whatever you want to do, just contact your lender. Now, some lenders are great about this in that when you do that, you'll get a new amortization schedule sent to you. This is one thing that we did, which hugely changed our trajectory. So we ga- it gamified the process. So every time we put that lump sum payment down, we got a new schedule saying, hey, now your mortgage is 20 years and three months instead of 25 years. Bonus. Hey, let's. what if we put a little bit more? What would we be? Well, what if we put a little bit more? And it became a game. So if your bank does this or your lender does this, this is awesome. But there are ways you can gamify this yourself. So you can have a mortgage kind of visual tracker. That's what we're doing now because our bank doesn't provide that with us. So we kind of do a mortgage tracker and we're kind of keeping track of that ourselves and keeping that on our fridge. So that can be a really good way to gamify that process and help keep you motivated. How does the timing of when I put a principal payment down on my mortgage, so I'm going to do one of those lump sum payments you talked about. How does when I do that impact what impact, like how does the timing of that impact the length of my mortgage? Like how does that all play into it? So when you decide to put money on your mortgage is going to dictate how much money you save. So mortgages are front loaded, meaning that a lot of interest, if you look at your mortgage, like the very first month you pay your mortgage, a lot of that's going towards interest versus, you know, the last month of your mortgage, a lot of it's going towards principal. So if you can put money on the principal earlier on in your mortgage, it's going to have a greater impact long-term as far as saving you time and interest. So a thousand dollars extra on your mortgage in that first, let's say year is different than a thousand dollars in the last year, as far as saving you interest goes. But as you get closer to the end of that mortgage, you might say, you know what? We only have $10,000 left in our mortgage. Let's just hammer it and get rid of it. You know, because now all of a sudden it's, you can see the end of the light at the end of the tunnel. So there is to a point where you're just like, I just want to be done with this mortgage, write that check and be done. So the timing does have an impact there. At what point is it enough money of a lump sum to even make a difference? Like how much do I even need to make a lump sum payment? So we talked about, you know, finding money, saving money, all those little bits, tidbits help. How much can really make a difference? Now, sometimes your mortgage will have rules for this or your lender will say a lump sum payment is a minimum of $100 or minimum of $1,000, whatever it may be. So again, what we did is we put all of that money into a savings account. Use a high interest savings account, use an online bank with zero fees, you know, get a referral code so you can kind of get a little bit of a bonus. And from there, we just put that money there. So maybe if you find a bit of money, find a bit of money, find a bit of money, and then you're like, oh, now I have a few hundred dollars or I have a thousand dollars or whatever you're comfortable with. And then at that point, transfer that onto your mortgage. So you don't have to do it as you go, but you can kind of stockpile that a little bit and then do it from there. All right. So this summit is all about action. What is something so they're listening and they're like, Heck yes, I want to be mortgage faster. What is something someone can do in the next 24 hours that's going to make a big difference or make a difference? If you want to be mortgage free faster, you're like, yes, what you're saying resonates with me. I want that life of mortgage freedom. I don't want to have another mortgage payment because let me tell you, there is something so amazing about not having a mortgage payment every month. Something you can do in the next 24 hours. What is something you can do? The thing you can do is round up your payment. So figure out what your mortgage payment is a month or whatever payment it is, monthly, bi-weekly, weekly, whatever frequency you're paying. And let's say it's $1,452. Round that up to $1,500. Talk to your lender, email, call, whatever you, however you contact them and say, I want to round up my payment to the nearest $100. You can do that in the next 24 hours. And that little bit goes for the principal. And you might be shocked at how much money you can save by doing that. 
So hopefully this kind of, you know, split personality interview works for you. Hopefully you got some actionable tips. Feel free to reach out to Maria. She is definitely somebody who loves talking about mortgages and has a wealth of information in that regard. But Maria, you have something that you want to share with us today. Can you tell us about that? I talked a little bit earlier as far as having that motivation, because this is a long journey. When you first start, it's going to be like, yeah, this is awesome. And at the end, it's like, yeah, this is awesome. But that middle part is tough. I'm going to be serious with you. So you need to stay, find ways to stay motivated. And one thing that we did was we gamified the process. That is a huge way to do this. So if you want to gamify your process, I actually have created visual mortgage trackers to kind of track your pay down, track your time, you know, that sort of thing. And these are the ones I personally use. We're using right now as we pay off our principal residence again, and you can use them. I say, put them on the fridge, put them, you know, somewhere you can see them, make it a fun family game, whatever you want to do. But those mortgage trackers I have for you and you get them free. You can download them for free. Just click that button below this video and I will send you those and help you on your mortgage freedom journey. Awesome. Now, again, hopefully these tips help you on your mortgage freedom journey. Uh, Feel free to reach out. We'll see you in the next video.